Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart, and for those of you that have never listened to this podcast before, it's basically me talking about whatever I want, and then I rant about whatever's pissing you off. So there, that's how it works. Um, I can... I can talk about whatever I want. It, basically, I can, if I'm mad about something or happy about something or excited about something or, you know, that. I, I can do that. I can, you know, lots of times, majority of the time, I'm angry about stuff. Sure. Like, I think in um, Friday's episode, I ranted about the drive through cashier at the Dunkin' Donuts in White River Junction. Being mean to me. Yeah, that was part of a podcast episode. Forgive me for coughing. I don't have the coronavirus, so you won't catch it by listening to this podcast. I went for a run uh, today. I went for a run today. Um, It sounded like a good idea at the time. But unfortunately, I went for a run after work. And midway through my run after work, I had to stop and actually walk because I remembered that I went for a walk during my lunch break. So I was already kind of tired by the time I was midway through my run. So that was a failure on my part. Like the next time I'm going to go for a run, I'm not going to go for a 30 minute walk at lunchtime. I mean, the more exercise, the better. Absolutely. But, you know. <coughs> wow. All right. Let's see. Um, but yeah, so that explains how I'm feeling today. Tonight. Or whenever I'm recording this. Which is tonight. So yeah, it's, um, let's see. What is... Upsetting me. Oh, before I go on to whatever I want to talk about, um, please remember to share and subscribe the podcast with whoever you want. You know, review it um, on the Podbean app. I know you can like each episode. So please like the episode if you listen to it on Podbean. And my voice is really starting to piss me off right now. That's better. Okay. For now, anyway. We'll see. So, what exactly is on my mind today? Uh, I did watch uh, night, night 2 of WrestleMania. And I felt like the matches... I liked the, the matches more as a whole on night two of WrestleMania than I did on night one. I like for night one I liked I didn't really like the first half of matches on Saturday night. But then like the second half I thought was pretty good. And then um I thought all of the matches for the most part were pretty good. Uh we're we're okay. We're good. We're alright. On um Saturday night. I thought Edge and Orton what they went like forty minutes in a last man standing match. That was that was insane. And then um, what else? And then, uh, the, f- the Firefly match was crazy. Was, was just, was just, 
Like, it was as good as the Boneyard match. And, yeah, I just, but just in a totally different way and in a totally different reason. And it was weird and crazy. And I loved Titus O'Neil's reaction afterwards. I have no idea what I just watched. No, none of us had any idea what we just watched. So, yeah, the Firefly Funhouse match was great. Um, and I think it's interesting. I was telling my brother-in-law this earlier. And it dawned on me that, like, it's 2018 WrestleMania. Cena faces The Undertaker in, like, a five-minute match and gets squashed. I don't think he had... I think he wrestles Triple H... A, like a month later or something or 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 something he did wrestle triple h after that i think in a match and i i can't remember if he won that or not but then what in 2019 he doesn't even wrestle 2019 he um he doesn't even wrestle he does the the proper gimmick the um his his stegonomics gimmick and that's it and I think he, like, pulled a move on Elias. But he doesn't do much activity. So then, in this match, in this Firefly Funhouse match, he didn't do much wrestling there either. Which was fine. Which was great. Which worked out well. It just proves that he's a movie star now. And we'll probably never see him again. I'm guessing. I mean, the way that they did the match last night, it made it seem like he's disappeared. Which is fine. Which is, because, like, we can't always be, like, bringing back the greats, you know, over and 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 the fuck over again. So, I hope, I, I was, I hope that they don't. Um, I'm encouraged that now the Universal and World title are on full-time wrestlers now. So that's good. And, um, yeah, I'm encouraged that that happened, so that's good. Um, they're not on, let's never put belts on part-timers again. Please, WWE, I'm asking, I'm begging, I'm pleading with you, please don't put, you know, your major titles on part-time wrestlers ever again. Really, like, you can bring back Goldberg, and you can bring back Lesnar. And you can have them in matches and fuse and stuff like that. But stop making them the champions. It's so annoying. <laughs> so freaking ridiculous that they keep doing that. Oh my god. So goddamn ridiculous. Here's another thought I had about WrestleMania. Um, I guess you can thank the coronavirus... For the Firefly Funhouse match. And the Boneyard match. You know? Or would they have just done them differently? I think they probably would have tried to do them more. They would have done them differently. If if they actually. If there was no coronavirus fear. Or, or um, outbreak. You know? If there was no pandemic. I think those matches would have been done differently, but I think they still would have been cool. Like, I think they would have been done in the ring a lot. Like, maybe Bray would have brought out, you know, 
guys that looked like Cena in his old gimmicks or something like that, you know? Or maybe, like, the Undertaker definitely would have drove down to the ring in the motorcycle to beat the crap out of AJ. That definitely would have fucking happened. Um, so, yeah. So that was... That was my thought on thoughts on WrestleMania that, you know, they would have probably had those matches, but they probably would have been, you know, much different than what they were. Because what they were this weekend were fucking amazing, both of them. And I just feel like we would have, they would have not have, they would not have been as good if they had actually been no pandemic which is a horrible thing to say, but also a truthful thing to say. Because you know I'm right. Fuck else do I want to say? I did really like my other moment, not including the, um, the, uh, the, um, those two matches was Owens flying off the WrestleMania sign, making his WrestleMania moment. That was great. I did a TikTok. I did my first ever do at TikTok reacting to Owens flying off the WrestleMania sign. So, yeah, that reminds me. Follow me on TikTok at McTaggartTech. You know you have a TikTok. Stop lying. Stop lying. You have a freaking TikTok. Everybody has a TikTok. I've seen you on TikTok, so don't fucking lie. Seriously, most people would like TikTok mostly because of the dog videos. The dog videos, I think, are the best part of TikTok. I mean, if you like dogs. But, I mean, I do. But, I mean, the, the dog videos are some of the best parts of the, the, of TikTok. But, anyway. Um, what the fuck else is on my mind today? I, uh... WrestleMania. Um... I made a mistake running today. I, uh... I put out a tweet today about Trump saying and I made it I put it on all of my social medias or most of them saying how you know him saying what have we got to lose first of all no president should ever say something like what have we got to lose the president needs to like reassure the country in times of a crisis like a pandemic that we have to feel to try to make us feel better saying what have we got to lose is a desperate awful thing to say And bragging about the ratings of your press conferences. No one's watching the press conferences for you. We're watching the press conferences for information about the pandemic. We want to hear what the intelligent doctors have to say, not what the idiotic businessman politicians has to say. Businessman turned politician has to fucking say. But yeah, I posted a tweet that basically said... Um, Trump saying, what have we got to lose, is not the worst thing a president has ever said. Jack Nicholson saying, at least we now, well, we still have two out of three branches of government, and that ain't bad. The only problem is, Jack Nicholson was president in a movie. It's fucked up. The world's fucked up right now. I don't know what we're going to do. I have doubts. I, I do still think it's definitely this has all been an overreaction, and it's and I guess it's unfortunately a necessary overreaction. It's just 
I just, I just worry about the whole, like, stay-at-home order. Like, they're going to fine people for violations of the stay-at-home order. Like, God, I hope these stay-at-home orders end, like, soon, and then we can go back to normalcy. You know? Like I said last week, I just want the fucking businesses. I worry about the businesses that are closed right now. Will they ever reopen? Will it ever be the same? No, it won't be the same, but it's just crazy. A lot to worry about. I find myself depressed at least once a week about this. More than once a week. What else was I just thinking about? I just had a thought of... Uh, this kind of bugs me that, like... I'm watching ESPN a lot, and... It seems like the main topic of discussion is... When do we go back? Look, we just started this a couple weeks ago. And, like, the conversation of when do we go back almost started immediately. I'm like, are you kidding me? Dear God. I, I don't think, I honestly don't think the major sports should come back until like next year or later this year. Like the fall. The fall at the most. At the earliest. The fall at the earliest is when they should come back at the earliest. But like, let's not rush into coming back. We definitely shouldn't rush into coming back. And another thing we should do is test everyone. Wouldn't it all? Wouldn't this all be solved fucking faster if we just tested everyone? It just doesn't make any sense. If we test everyone and we see who has it and who doesn't, then we can we have better information. We have more information. We know more about it. We know who has it and who doesn't, and we know what to do, and we know. Who to stay away from them and who not to stay away from and whatever. And it's just, why don't we just do that? Why don't we just test everyone? Like, can we do that? Is that possible? Is that a thing we can do? Is there too many fucking people out there? So we can't test everyone? I guess so, because there's 327 million people out there in the United States. So it's, it's yeah, it would be hard to, like, test all of those people. So it does make sense, I guess, that they're testing only the, the sick people who have, who think they have symptoms. But, like, I thought I had symptoms. I thought I was, I was sick. I had, like, a cold for, like, a couple weeks, but then it went away. But it was never, like, to the point where I thought, oh, my God, do I have it? Like, I never woke up feeling achy in the morning, you know? I never, I never felt like I had, like, flu symptoms. I never had, like, um... A sore throat or anything like that or you know I just I only had shortness of breath today but that's because I went for a run and that's what usually happens running uphill in Vermont is you lose your fucking breath <sighs> just the way this has been handled by our government alone is a fucking embarrassment a fucking embarrassment fucking embarrassment why can't we test everyone? Honestly. Doesn't make any sense. We should be able to test everyone. There has to be a way. We can do it. We should be able to do it. We can make millions and millions and millions of fucking tests. Why can't we just fucking do that? What? Just, it's, the whole stay-at-home orders piss me off. Because it's, I, 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 I dread about what they le could lead to. Will they ever be lifted? What if they're never lifted? This is me not being naively naively optimistic. 
naively positive, like I was called a couple weeks ago, which still pisses me off today. Naively positive, my ass. I'm not... I'm positive. I'm, I'm trying to think that it's possible that we'll get through this, but uh, I hope so. But I don't know. It's going to take a while to get back to normal, whatever the fuck normal means. Maybe a year from now will be normal. But not, not, not this year. This year is going to be recovering from this. And the only way we really do recover from this quicker is if Donald Trump isn't president next year. Fucking piece of shit. What else did I want to talk about today? Hmm. Uh, no, I think I got everything off my chest that I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm not sure what I'll call the episode. Just that's what's upsetting me now, but I'll figure it out by the time I publish it, and you'll see. And, oh, I mentioned it before, I think. Thank you for listening to the podcast today, and make sure you uh, subscribe and review and like and tell your friends, and please, I'm, 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 I'm asking you right now, go ahead and please subscribe and review, and um, it really helps this podcast out, me out with, with this, if the more people that this gets reached out to, the better. And um, I'm starting to put the podcast on YouTube now, and I figured out how to put it on um, IGTV, which is the YouTube version of Instagram, which is when how videos get put on Instagram. So this will be on Instagram too, and you can listen to it that way. So there. And that's all I have to say. And um, I'll be back tomorrow on Hump Day. But here is what's pissing you off to end the podcast. Here's a what's pissing you off from Twitter. The user is at Estacolo. The name is Estaka, E-S-T-O-K-H-A. You'll see the, me write the name of the Twitter follower in the show notes of the podcast. Um, so there. Uh, okay, so anyway, Estaka is pissed off about there's Wisconsin dairy farmers who are dumping milk because they don't have anywhere to sell it. Meanwhile, there are people going hungry because they can't have money for things like milk and cheese. Capitalism at its finest. So, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Seriously. So there are people, like, so the farmers are just dumping the milk because they can't sell it. And then there's people out there who can't afford milk. But the farmers, instead of, like, oh, I don't know, give the milk to people who really need it and can't afford it, instead, they decide to just dump the fucking milk because they can't fucking sell it? Seriously? This is a fucking thing? This is a fucking thing. What the f- What a horrible, fucked up disconnect this is. What a fucked up disconnect this is. That there's people out there who 
can't afford milk. And then there's farmers who have too much milk and can't sell it, so they just dump it. And instead of fucking giving it to these poor people, they just throw away their fucking milk. Why the fuck is this a thing? What the fuck? Why can't the farmers be... I I understand it would cost them money, but I mean, if they're going to dump the milk out and waste it anyway, why not just give it to people? Where is the fucking common sense in this? Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with people when they're just dumping milk away? When farmers are just dumping milk that they can't sell instead of giving it to poor people who can't afford milk? It seems makes a lot of fucking sense to me that they just, I don't know, give the milk away instead of throwing it away. What the fuck? If you're not going to be able to sell it and you know that there's people that can't buy it, give it to the people that can't fucking buy it. And that's the bottom line. If you smell what the McTaggart Attack podcast is cooking, you stupid fucking farmers.